0: I'm gonna date this right out of the gate. It is June 20th, one of my favorite days of the year. Happy anniversary to my wife, Laura. Uh, I'm fired up today. We are celebrating 36 years of marriage, and I I, I couldn't be more uh, excited about the future. the The past has been great. There've been some ups and downs. You don't you don't live you don't live with me for 36 years without there being a lot of a lot of hard days. Uh, you don't live with her for 36 years without hard days as well. There've been ups and downs, all kind of great, fun stuff, uh, challenges. Yeah, I mean, you think about it—you you go, you know, three and a half decades plus here, and it's it's just going to be all kind of stuff. If you're married, you know what I'm talking about. You you have challenges as well, but there's there's just nothing better than than when your marriage is working the way it's supposed to. It's really great, and when it's not, it it can be not so great. But it is a gl- great place to learn some of the things that we talk about on here, servant leadership uh, trying to be more like God, all those kind of things here, uh, living a sacrificial life. You're going to get a chance to practice if you get married. And, and, uh, I hope, I hope for all of you that have a relationship you're in, you are, you're winning at home. I always say if you, if you're winning at work and you're losing at home, I think you're still losing. I I think it's important for us to want to win at home. And so today that's what we're talking about here on the podcast. Welcome to chasing greatness. We're, we've been making some halftime adjustments these last few days. We're going in a little over a week now and and uh I love this this somebody had an idea. I guess it was James Naismith who created basketball. At some point they they decided let's have a we we probably could look that up and find out how halftime started. But at some point they're like, we're tired. Look, can we take a little break here in a few minutes and make some adjustments and halftime is a is a cool time of of a basketball game if you're if you're playing or coaching in, in a game uh trying to, you know, Make make some adjustments for the second half, but we've been doing that for our year. We're we're almost to the end of June here. We've got just a few more days, and uh, we we've been making some adjustments in our in our lives and our leadership. We're trying to help you win at work and and win at home and win in life. Today we're talking winning at home and and specifically, I guess you could say this is winning at work as well. But this is about relationships and specifically those relationships at home. I think they're. They can be so life-giving, and they can be so life-draining either way. Uh, but if we don't give a lot of focus to it or, or, or thought to it, we, we can't leave it to chance. Our our, our homes and our relationships are not going to drift to a great place. I mean, we, we've got to be intentional about this. And so there's some questions I use I, I and, and a couple ideas that I'll give you. But one question in particular that I use, I ask myself this all the time, is am I living my life in such a way that the people who know me the best actually love me the most? Now, this is a hard this is a hard question to ask yourself. If you get real serious about it and you begin to think back over the last six months, have you been living in such a way that the people who know you the best—I mean, the people you live with, your wife, your husband, your kids, your mama, your daddy, whoever who you got—I mean, do those people that really know you do they do they love you the most, or, or do they look at you and say you are not? you know, you're not, you're not pulling your end of the deal. You're, you're, you're relationally draining to these people around you. You're, you're causing struggles to them. It, you know, I know, I know people, the people who know them the best I actually respect them the least. It's, it's like, I, you know, it's just, it's, this is so hard because the people, you, you know, this, the people who know you the best, they know you the best, right? They, they know all the flaws, all the, all the warts, all the stuff, it's all there. And, and I can just tell you, the people that live with me or have lived with me will tell you, it's there. There's things that are that are hard there. And so, this is a this is a good question for you to ask yourself as you look back over the last six months. What have you been doing that is life giving to the people around you? What is what have you been doing that is adding value to the people around you? Versus what have you been doing that's been draining the people around you? And I, if, if you're trying to correct people all the time, if you're trying to fix people all the time, if you're trying to, you know, we, we said this before here, but saying it louder doesn't make you more right. If you're trying to be loud and harsh and all these things that that's not going to take your relationships to the next level. And so I'm guessing for everybody listening, there are places over the last six months where you need to make some adjustments, even over the last six minutes for me. I mean, I, I think about like, I, I have to keep making adjustments here and keep working on on our relationship, Laura and I. We're, we're we're working on it today. We're on we're on a trip together, and we've been we've been working on it the last few days. Uh, we're excited about uh, the rest of the year. It's going to be great. But I mean, there's things we have to do uh, to do that. Now, I'll give you a couple of ideas today. It, just specific things that you could do just today. But these things, if you made these a pattern every day for the rest of the year. Where could your relationship be in six months? And that's a good question for you. Where do you want your relationship to be six months from today? That that What do you want to be true about it that's not true today? There's there's some things that you'd want to be true. These two things might be little secrets that can unlock that. So the first one I would say is love first, love first. I No matter what happens in your relationship, give the other person the benefit of the doubt. Now, there are things that they don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes they don't even get the benefit of the doubt. I got that. But if you can do everything you can to rather than try to fix them first, why don't you give them the benefit of the doubt first and try to filter your your mind through what are they thinking? How do they see this? What am I doing that may be contributing to this? What's going on that has nothing to do with me that might be contributing to this? There's a lot of things there. But, but I think if we love first you know, the, the Bible says love covers a multitude of sins. I mean, it's just like love will just cover up a bunch of mess. If you'll just love people and the people that that I love being around the most, they're just so great at loving people. I mean, it's amazing when you get around somebody who, who loves first. Those are the people you want to hang out with. So it, it probably probably help us all if we would love first. It it'd make us uh, much more attractive to the people around us. They're like, I, I, I want to be on on his team. I want to be in her family. I want to be with them. That love first thing can be huge. And, and one of the ways we love first is we live last. We live last and live last just means to be a servant leader, a servant lover. We might even say in your home where you where I'm guessing if you're like me, all of us, we have this tendency to focus on ourselves a lot. We, we can become selfish. We can think, what can this other person do for me? What can this relationship do for me? what's in it for me, so to speak. And I love the idea of racing to the back of the line when it comes to your family relationships. Just just being willing to go last, being willing to, to give somebody else the last word might it might look like that, not not have the last word. That's not what I'm saying. But give somebody else the first word, give somebody else the last word, give somebody else an opportunity to to be quiet if they need to, or to say what they need to, and give them an opportunity to to, um, have their way. I I love that. Uh, You know, now, is it easy? No, there are places this first part of the year. I've got to make some adjustments as I go into the second half. I'm always working on this, but I would encourage you to love first and live last. If you'll do that, I think the people who, who know you the best will begin to, they might not love you the most, but they'll begin to love you more, uh, or, or at least to like you more. Maybe they feel obligated to love you, but but do they like you? You know, it's it's that's a powerful that's a powerful question. I want want the people who know me to love me. They're supposed to love me, right? But I I don't want them to love me because they're supposed to. I want them to love me because they actually like me. And you may not have as much work to do as I do, but I've got to work on this. And so I want to encourage you to to focus on your relationships today. We've been focusing on all these other areas. We've been talking about our body and our emotions and our attitudes. And yesterday we even talked about our jobs. We talked about, I gave you some R's over the weekend. To, if you're tired and discouraged and disillusioned, I mean, there's all kinds of things we've been looking at. If you miss any of those episodes, go check them out. But today, one of the most important areas where you can, can recalibrate going into the second half of the year, make some halftime adjustments is relation relationally. You want the people who, who live with you to be with you? You want those people to want to be with you, and and I think it, this could be one of the most life giving transitions we can make going into the second half of the year. Let's love first and live last. We'll do that. I think our families can get a lot better, which I, I think our world needs great families. They need to be able to look and say that's what a family's supposed to look like. Not perfect. No families are, but but they can they can make progress and and give them something that they can draw life from as well as they watch you guys live your family life out uh all right so if you if you know another family that you admire you you care about you appreciate maybe you encourage them today send them this episode maybe somebody who's struggling right now you might encourage them as well maybe an individual or a friend you've got that that uh, you think could benefit from this conversation maybe even have a conversation about it after you listen together all right love you guys we're coming back tomorrow we're going to be talking about uh some other cool stuff as the week goes on financially tomorrow we're going to look at some ways we can reset financially i hope you'll join us tomorrow for more chasing greatness.